T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 935. Non-compete clauses exist in many fields from high tech to finance in the world of media. Contract stipulations exist where anchors and reporters can't work at a competing station for a certain period of time in a certain market. Last week, the Federal Trade Commission announced lawsuits against several companies and their non-compete clauses. How do they work and who do they help and hurt? To help us understand more is a former acting U.S. Labor Secretary, distinguished professor of practice in the doctoral program in law and policy at Northeastern University. Great follow on Twitter, too, at Mr. Seth Harris. Seth Harris joins us on KMOX. Professor, thanks for being with us. Tom, great to be with you and Carol. We appreciate it. Why do non-competes exist? What do they do to the negotiating power of workers? Uh, They're terrible for workers. Uh, They take away one of the few... Uh, tools of power that individual workers who are not represented by unions have, and that is to quit their jobs. Um, You know, if you are not getting what you want in your workplace, if you're not getting the work assignments or the wages or the, uh, the working conditions that you would like, really the only thing that you can do is to either threaten to quit or to actually quit your job and go out and get a better job. And a non compete agreement keeps you from doing that. You can't go out and compete. With, by, uh, with the employer by going to work for uh, one of the employer's competitors or by starting your own business in that geographic area. So this takes a lot of power out of workers' hands and gives it to employers. So, Professor, talk about what the FTC uh, is doing. Talk about those lawsuits. Who's getting sued and why? Right. The, uh, the FTC has done two very important things. First, they've brought some enforcement actions uh, against employers that are using non-compete agreements in a coercive way. In one case, it involved steel workers. In another case, it involved security guards. Uh, and let me just say, very hard to see why you would need a non-compete agreement to keep security guards working for you. They don't have trade secrets. They're not highly paid CEOs, for example. But the FTC has also proposed a new rule that would ban non-compete agreements across industries, across occupations. That would have a dramatic effect, not only on worker power in the United States, but on workers' wages. The, the FTC estimates that if they were to eliminate uh, non-compete agreements around the country, that that would increase workers' wages between 250 and $296 billion every year. If that had happened in 2021, that would have been a 3% wage increase for every worker in the country. That is a dramatic, dramatic change for workers. And so I'm enthusiastic about it. It's going to take a while for the FTC to finish their work on the rule, uh, but I'm hoping they're going to be able to get there. You think they could get there? Do you, do you think they can get there? Uh, I'm confident that they will run a fair process. They will take comments from the public. They're in that process now. It'll, they'll give about 60 days for folks 
uh, to offer public comments and information and data that they have. Then they'll have to write the rule based on the comments that they get. That will take several months. Then they'll finalize the rule and there'll be a six-month phase-in period. So employers will have six months to take these clauses out of their employment contracts with their workers. And also the rule will require them to notify workers if they're currently subject to a non-compete clause in an employment contract, that those clauses no longer have any effect. They've got to rescind those clauses on the contract. So employers will have six months to do that. So my hope is that in a year, the rule will be effective. I think the FTC is very likely to get sued uh, by some number of businesses or business trade associations. Um, I'm confident that the FTC has the authority to issue this rule, and if they follow the right procedures, that they won't. Uh, they, they, this rule will survive a lawsuit. I wanted to talk about the railway um, shutdown and what your reaction to how the president handled uh, the president's handling of that. Uh, yeah, the freight labor uh, negotiations, uh, actually, I, I was involved at the front end of the process when the White House was um, uh, had to uh, begin planning for a presidential emergency board. Uh, and then I, I left sort of in the middle of it. Uh, so I, I, I wasn't involved in the back end, so I can comment on that. Um, it was an extremely difficult situation. The president is, uh, has described himself, I think, accurately as the most pro-union president in American history. Uh, but he was faced with a situation where a nation ra- nationwide freight rail strike would have shut down large segments of the economy and put hundreds of thousands of workers out of work. Uh, so he made a difficult choice, which was to say that there had been a tentative agreement reached between the unions and the freight rail carriers. There had actually been negotiations that improved on the recommendations of the presidential emergency board that the president appointed. Um, And even though four unions members had refused to ratify that agreement, uh, that Congress should act and impose the agreement on the parties. Uh, Congress went ahead and did that. I would have liked to see Congress require that the railroads provide their employees with paid sick leave. I think it's a disgrace that in 2022 that any employer is not providing workers with at least some number of days where uh, if they get sick, they can stay home, take care of themselves. I'd like to see them do it also if they're taking care of family members who are sick or aged or uh, newly born children, newly adopted children. Um, But Congress was not willing to impose that additional requirement on employers. I think that's a shame, but the president was really caught. Republicans were not going to, Republicans in sufficient numbers weren't going to be willing to support that kind of amendment to the agreement that had been negotiated by the parties. So it was a very tough situation. The president showed that he's willing to take actions that are in the public interest and maybe are going to upset some of his political supporters. But at the end of the day, I think that he always has workers uppermost in his mind and is focused on how he can build worker power in the United States. This is Seth Harris, professor at Northeastern University's Burns Center for Social Change. What is poweratwork.us? Oh, thanks for mentioning that. That is a new blog that uh, we've created at the Burns Center 
where we talk about some of the issues that we're talking about here, uh, workers, unions, worker power, how workers' wages and jobs and unemployment are flowing in the United States. We just did an interview on Friday with the chief economist of the U.S. Department of Labor, Joel Gamble, who gave a terrific explanation of the latest jobs, unemployment, and wages report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. I, I, I have been posting a number of uh, my thoughts on the blog. So I really want to encourage all your listeners, go to uh, poweratwork.us, subscribe, and uh, you can keep up with some of the crazy ideas that you're hearing on this broadcast. And uh, for those who have listened to KMWX for any length of time, and, and most have, uh, will hear your voice and think they are hearing your brother. Paul Harris and I worked together in Afternoon Drive for many years, and I feel like I'm listening to him because you both have the same voice. It is so <laughs> great. Tell him I said hello. It is so great to have you on the air, Professor. I will do that. And uh, Carol and Tom, Paul asked me to extend his best regards to both of you. Uh, he's uh, still a fan, and um, I'm really grateful for your kind words about him. He's a terrific broadcaster, and everything I know about interviewing folks I learned from my big brother. Very Excellent. much so. He is a- absolutely a great interviewer. Uh, we appreciate you, Professor. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.